When it comes to discussing the realities of parenting, you can expect some sensitive material and occasional profanity. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Anonymous Mom, a podcast where two childhood friends reconnect to discuss mom life, adulting, and everything in between. And today we are talking chores, children's chores, and well, maybe some actually, adult chores in there. I saw yes. that and I'm like, dude, <laughs> maybe that's how I can get my kids to do chores. I'm like, well, we're going to do all of our chores together when I saw that, but I didn't read anything, but it <laughs> probably would help me with my ADHD to have some fucking chore lists. <laughs> It's something that I've been thinking about for a while because my daughter's four and I'm not sure what the age is when you start doing chores. I can't remember when I started doing chores. I know that I sorted laundry and stuff like that, but I don't remember how old I was. I didn't really have chores. I just had things that were expected of me to do. You cleaned up after yourself. You did that when mom and dad asked you to do something. You just did, you know, like when my parents would be at work, they'd write a list of things that they wanted us to do. I guess that would be considered chores, yeah, but like I didn't chores. have, I didn't have like a consistent set amount of a weekly. Things. Yeah. No, okay. I didn't have that. And I know a lot of kids do. And I wish my kids, did. I mean, I have a piece of paper. I should have brought it with me. I have a piece of paper that I told I was like, I can't think of chores for the kids to do because I just think of everything. So he wrote mm-hmm. a whole entire chore list out for the girls. Nice. And, but okay, that's nice. But then I'm like, <laughs> now I have to categorize it. We'll just so. have one of those Monday through Sunday calendars. And on Mondays, it's this. And Tuesdays, it's this. And Wednesdays, it's this. Yeah. That would consist of me having to write that out yeah. and then nag. My problem is, is that it's like, I have to nag the kids to do their freaking chore. You know what I mean? I mean like, you, I'm just you like. You shouldn't have to nag them though, if it's up there, like when you get home from school. Oh my God. That would Monday. be so easy if that's the way it was. It's get home from school and then they're, I'm tired. I need to relax. Oh, also quick side note. If anybody hears any weird noises, apparently a pipe burst underneath my unit On Sunday night, I was actually editing our last episode. It was about 11.45 at night and I heard my my buzzer just and I'm like, okay, well, that's creepy. I'm like, I wonder if somebody's having a medical emergency or got locked out. It's freezing. So I checked my phone and I had a missed call from a maintenance person. And by the time I got down to the stairs, he was at my door and he's like, can I come in? I just need to see if there's water coming from your unit. And I was like, yeah, sure. And so he comes over to where I am now and was like feeling the floor because he said the whole downstairs was flooded <gasps> and that a pipe burst and they didn't know where the source was. And so, and it smells funky in here now. My grandpa was a Mason and it smells like wet concrete, Yeah, but with like this weird chemical overlay, <laughs> but <laughs> It's kind of making me nostalgic and nauseous at the same time. So, um, but yeah, I hope that smell goes away soon. So I can hear them doing whatever. So apologies if there's any random noises that pop up. But that was a little bit of a scare when it's Sunday. Oh, I bet. But the amount of people. Yeah. Well, at that time of night. But the amount of people I've seen like on social media posts like, oh, we had a pipe break. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff with this past storm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, chores. So that is one thing that I will say about the Montessori method of teaching is that just becomes natural that helping aspect and the chore aspect because it's built into their day and we will be having an episode on 
the Montessori method because it is something that I do highly praise. She's been wanting to help with chores. It's actually, it's the opposite. So the reason that I want to get into this is because she so desperately wants to help with mm-hmm. certain things, but there's just certain things that she can't do yet. You know, she can't right. wash glasses and stuff like that. And so I'm like, well, what can she do at her age? Right. So and I think one of the problems that maybe that you say in that it's funny because my kids, I think, when they were younger, probably wanted to help too. But me being a recovering control freak, I wouldn't do let them do it. I mean, because they wouldn't do it the way that I want it done, I'd end up having to redo it. And Mm -hmm. I think it was more me being letting go of the control. And now that I'm better at that, but now it's kind of like fucked me over because... (laughs) Well, and when you have limited time, it is hard because like you said, it needs to get done. You know, it's nice to want to help, but if it doesn't get done, you still have to get it done. Right. So it's adding an extra, like, instead of me just doing it. Right. And I think that's what it was all the time. Like, I will not let my kids load the dishwasher. I don't even like my husband loading the dishwasher because they don't do it right. And I'm like, if you load it, then you have to unload it because I get anxiety. The dishwasher is something that I... That's hard for me. That's hard. <laughs> I don't. For me. I don't even use my dishwasher, so I actually like washing dishes. We Ugh. have a dishwasher, and I I don't even use it. But also, I say three quarters of our stuff can't be put in the dishwasher, so it's kind of like, what's the point? Right. It takes like two weeks for me to even fill it. The one thing that she, <laughs> so when we were staying with my mom, I got her this little cleaning kit, like a toy cleaning kit, but it had mm-hmm. a water bottle and she always wanted to wash the windows because she wanted to help so bad yeah and so she'd always just wash the windows so that's one thing I have her do now because it's a, it's really good for their fine motor skills too to spray right. the bottle and yeah she wants to so desperately help so that's why hey. <laughs> we're gonna go get into why chores benefit you and your child and then also the age appropriateness for certain chores Okay. This information is from the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, which will be linked in the episode description. And they say chores are routine but necessary tasks, such as washing dishes or folding laundry. Research suggests there are benefits to including chores in a child's routine as early as age three. Okay, so. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I think she was starting at two, but. So another thing with Montessori is everything when a child wakes up is in the same place it was the day before. Part of that is putting everything back exactly where it was. And then when a kid gets older, they're in charge. So you do it first and then the kid does it. Mm -hmm. Like slowly gradually but the whole point is that everything is back exactly where it was the day before well i'm a huge believer of a routine but everything has a place that is my like everything has a place so when i organize you know exactly where to put it away it's not hard to clean up (laughs) i have some frustration coming on the amount that i have said in this house you guys everything has a place so it should be easy to clean up just put it where you found it is this episode gonna be your trigger Oh, I probably, and then I'll go through this whole entire, you're going to have chores thing and then Hey, maybe nuts. this is going to motivate you though. You <laughs> hear some benefits. Children who do chores may exhibit higher self-esteem, be more responsible, and better equipped to deal with frustration, adversity, and delayed gratification. These skills can lead to greater success in schoolwork and relationships. I know that's why I have her in karate is for the self-esteem mm-hmm. and the confidence I mean, it makes sense too, because everything is about it's the structure and right. also get just getting used to things you're going to have to do. So I mean, I think about now, like being a parent and your whole life is just chores. Oh yeah. If you didn't have that as a kid, it's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. 
But for me, I mean, from, like I said, from an early age, we were helping out with chores and it was just, you know, what we did. Right. Um, Also, it helps too, though, if you don't make chores seem like a chore, which if you're not raised that way, it can be hard. But if it's, oh God, I can't believe I have to do the dishes, you know, things like that. Well, you're making it like something that shouldn't be hard. You just do it because it's part of your- You just do it. Yeah. Right. Well, also too, like I like with the delayed gratification (laughs) because- Oh my God, we live in a world where Amazon Prime screwed everything up. I said, I'm blaming Amazon because the two day, like everybody wants everything right fucking now. And it's like, no. It's not even two day shipping anymore. Like, you know, you pick Prime and then it says, okay, that'll be there in like two weeks. It's like, uh, what yeah, happened to, what, yeah, my Prime membership. But no, I mean, everybody lives in an instant gratification world right now. And I think mm-hmm. that's where everything is like, you know, we no. all, yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I've told her to be patient and then I'm not patient with her. But. Oh my God. The <laughs> amount of patience. So my grandpa always says, when people tell me I should be patient, I say, oh, I have a lot of that because I've never even used it. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's why I think when they say it's putting this into a child's routine as early as three, looking at the benefits. So what we were talking about, that frustration of, oh, it's got to get done. That's why it comes into play of doing things that are age appropriate, you right. know, because they just want to help. They don't understand what's appropriate for their age. Right. So that's where we as adults come in and have to know what is best. This is suggestions by age. So two to three years old can help put away their toys and groceries. They can also help dressing themselves, obviously with some help. And mm-hmm. that can be very frustrating, especially if you have to, have to go. So that's why it's best, I think, personally, at that age, if, you know, they can't do it quickly to have them do it for bedtime, help them put on their pajamas. Mm-hmm. Because it's so hard, like we said, getting frustrated, but you're teaching your kids that it, that frustration, they just think it's them, you know, and right. not time. They don't know what time is. Mm-mm. And so it's so it's finding the best ways for you to do it without the stress of time being a factor because it's going to be counterproductive if all you are is anxious and stressed when getting your kid into this new routine. Right. So for me, four to five years old, I like this. It says they can help feed pets and make their beds in parentheses, maybe not perfectly and help clear the table after dinner. And I love this because I told her she could get a pet goldfish And so this is perfect that she's going to be able to feed the goldfish. You know, she can help me dump the tank or not tank. I'm just getting one of those, you know. Yeah. Little little. tiny things. Yeah. (laughs) We're not going all out on this. So I love that because then she's going to have the chore of feeding the fish. And then that'll help her for when we move into a place where we can have dogs that then she'll be ready to take on that, you know, mm-hmm. little, little stepping stones versus just throwing it at her. Yeah. And then making their bed. I mean, that one probably would stress me out. See, Helping clear the table. That's yeah. a good one. I didn't start making my bed. I would here and there, but I didn't start making my bed until COVID. Dang. Mm-hmm. Consistently oh. every day. And during COVID, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make my bed every day because I'm here. I mean, I get up and immediately start going because I have a time limit and I didn't factor in five minutes to make my bed. So I didn't consistently start doing that every day until COVID. And then I did it. And now I do it almost every day. My kids have never made their bed. They do when we make them or when they're having a friend over. That was not something. That's why we talk about. Yeah. So that wasn't part of your routine as a kid, I'm assuming. No, I'm sure they wanted it it to, but I didn't. It was with mine. And I don't even think about it. Do you know what I mean? So it just shows when you instill it, you don't even think about it. 
after. So it's like, okay, for example, I had a roommate when I was in college. I don't think she was ever taught to do the dishes. I don't think that was ever a chore for her to do the dishes because they just piled. And we had one of those double sinks. So it got to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm just putting your dishes over here Mm -hmm. and I'll put my dishes in this one. And then they kept piling up and she tried arguing with me about, you know, all these dishes. I'm like, those are all yours. Like she just didn't grasp the concept of just doing the dishes. They just magically went away. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when she was a kid, they just magically got Do you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. when you don't have that perspective, you don't see how important these things are. Right. Just start at a young age. But yeah, I don't even think about when I make my bed is I don't even think about it. It's not a chore to me. It's just, yeah, I just do it. I don't know. (laughs) No, but it is. I think that is a thing because my daughter has a friend where she's like, no, every day I just get up and make my bed. I mean, when she comes over to her house, I tell my daughter, get your room clean and get your bed made because you have a mint blanks coming over. (laughs) Right. I'm like blanks coming over. And she likes that. that, And I'm like, why can't you just take a few tips from her and keep your room clean? All right, so then six to seven years can help wipe tables and counters, put laundry away and sweep floors. Actually, does wipe, she loves wiping surfaces and uh, she wants to sweep floors, but we'll save that one because that is a little scary with her little toy cleaning kit. She has a mop and a broom and stuff, but it's a little mm-hmm. scary when she's flying that around. Yeah. Um, but she, I can say too, with the wiping, like when she wants to help clean, cause I'll start cleaning, she's like, I want to help. And it's like, okay, well you can dust. And then she'll do like two surfaces. She's like, okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, you are four. So the attention we'll span, right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So seven to nine years old can load and unload the dishwasher, help with meal preparation and pack their own school lunch. So meal prepping, you're going to get your kids involved with that. Yay. (laughs) February. (laughs) 10 to 11 years old can change their sheets, clean the kitchen or bathroom and do yard work. And then those 12 and above can help wash the car and help out with younger siblings. The teens can also help with grocery shopping and running errands. And what they want to note too is sometimes it can be challenging to get your child to do chores. And if they are unable or unwilling to, it can be really frustrating. So that's why they say it's important to start these routines early because that frustration... So what do you do when you have an 11 and almost 14 year old? Like, where is that article? (laughs) I didn't know that was something I had to look up, but we can have a chores part Okay, I'm going to look it up and be like, how do I? I mean, I will say the girls are really, really good at doing things. It's funny because I think certain things and I'm like, oh, like, why don't they do that? But then they do other things that I know other kids don't do that I'm like, okay, so we are having like this happy medium, whatever. Well, what, about, but... what about giving them money? Oh, see, I don't think you should get paid for chores. Yeah. That's it. That's just part of living at the house. I just feel like I don't get paid for fucking taking care of them. Like, I'm that's, sorry. That's like, I just, I just don't think you should get, I think my whole entire thing is, is like. um chores that aren't part of the routine. Like if there was something you wanted them to do that, what? not saying giving them money for making their bed. I'm saying for something that somebody would get paid to do. Yeah. I mean, so we, we have a lot of land. So like during the summer, we have a lot of outdoor work that we do and they don't hesitate to help. You know, like they enjoy because doing that. Because they're already used to it. Right. And it, I, so it's like they do do a lot. Like I'm making my sound, my kids sound, whatever. But like... <laughs> They do. I love them. So, and I'm oh, I'm that mom. I need to practice not picking on my kids because they do do a ton and they're great kids. But yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of shit that like I never had, they don't hesitate to help with, but then it's the things that I want them to do. And now I think to the, they're to the point too, where I want them to do it. So there's like a little bit of that headbutting, like, Mm-hmm. you know and then I also have my mom that's they're like, at that age right and I also have my mom that's like you know your room was never clean and I wanted so then they think oh well you know grandma what? said yeah. mom's room was never clean and it's like grandma, I will say helping. yeah and I will say uh, my room was never clean growing up I just oh, never really? like yeah I had like a messy room and I was a pack rat anything I could keep I would keep I've always like, had an organized pack rat I would say I'm like halfway. I'm like an in-between. And then all of a sudden I lose it and then everything gets organized. But that's my ADHD where it has to get like messy. And then I'm like, okay, now I have to clean it. Now I could, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I think I keep things pretty clean. Again, the ADHD thing gets me every once in a while where it's an extreme where for a week my house will be pristine. And then for a week I rearrange something and everything gets thrown out of everything. Yeah. (laughs) But that's why maybe I need a tour list as an adult. Mm -hmm. It might help you. Yeah. So attitudes towards chores vary considerably, whereas some children are eager to help, like with mine, others are not. Mm-hmm. Um, but they want to remind people that the benefits of involving your child in age appropriate chores include learning time management skills, which is huge, mm-hmm. developing organizational skills, accepting responsibility in the family, providing an opportunity for success, especially for a child struggling in other ways that can give them that fulfillment. Learning to balance work and play from a young age, which is also super Oh, that's important. so important. Yeah. And setting a good foundation for functionally being dependent. Or I'm sorry, <laughs> not dependent. <laughs> setting a, and setting a good foundation for functioning independently. Yes. Here are some tips to, to help you start introducing chores to your child. So they say, set clear and reasonable expectations. Let your child know exactly what needs to be done. For example, please take out the trash from the kitchen after breakfast. Establish regular routines. For example, clean up before dinner. So these are things that I don't even think about being chores, you know, but washing your hands before dinner, that's a chore. And how important things like wash your hands when you get home. Um, That's a chore. And that's something, you know, she already is doing. So I didn't think about that before. Right. Well, and it's, I think it's the things that we take in your plate over the table after you eat. I'm sure that's part of like, but it's like, that's just like what you do as Mm -hmm. part of eating, you know? This just shows how important these things that we just assume are built into us that they're not because they are instilled in us at such a young age. We don't even realize that these are things that are taught. Right. For younger children, focus on small manageable tasks make longer jobs fun and cooperative and use a song or a game if you can. That's something that I did. There was a cleanup song. So when it was time for her to clean up after. Clean up, clean yep. up, <laughs> everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. <laughs> just start singing that to your daughters until you annoy them to where they just start. Oh, yeah, I should. <laughs> so they say to set up a star chart or reward system with specific goals to monitor progress, and encourage good behavior. But like we said, the reward system, I'm going to say a big no on that. I don't agree with this one. I don't either. You don't do something because you're going to get something in return when it comes to things that you just have to do. I totally agree with you with that. But when it comes to, like I said, those chores where you'd be paying somebody to do it, that's different. Okay. And then also, like I was talking about earlier, be a good role model. Mm -hmm. So children will more easily learn to pick up things and keep their rooms neat if they see other people in their family doing the same. Yes. So you can't tell a child to do something if you're not doing it yourself. Exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> the hypocrisy of parenting. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. And I will say I'm a do as I say, not as I do parent sometimes. Mm-hmm. But let's be for real. They are, you know, whatever. That's another podcast. There's, there's, yeah, there's times <laughs> when that happens, but it can't be your whole parenting. Parenting style, no. Yeah, it's just not healthy. And don't forget to give positive feedback and reinforcement and join in the child's pride when a chore is done. Letting them know, you know, great job putting your toys away. Well, and and I also think showing appreciation and saying thank you, because I think when you grow up around people who don't say thank you, working for an employee that never tells you thank you for what you do is Mm -hmm. actually like very rewarding. And sometimes that's, you know. It's a simple little thing that can help. Like, thank you. I really appreciate you helping me out, guys, because it made my afternoon a lot better that I didn't have to come home and do all the dishes, you know? Well, my mom said, too, though, that's a slippery slope because you don't want to say thank you for things that a thank you is not needed. That's true. Yeah. But it's a balance. You know what I mean? So when a kid is just going and doing it, it's like, oh, thank you, you know? But yeah. yeah, The overuse of it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same thing. Like, everybody gets a trophy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. A trophy is a thank you. So (laughs) pick your battles. At the end of the day, a messy room is not the end of the world. So that's where, you know, uh, shedding that control is hard. It is. But that's where you could have a little tally like, okay, Mm -hmm. I get five or like two out of five before it's like, listen, you know, kind of. So yeah, I'm excited to start this with her because like I said, she wants to help and the school that she's in, that's part of their routine. Mm-hmm. You know, they're learning to wash and cut vegetables right now and yeah. stuff like that. So I just love because that's how I was as a kid. I wanted to, I mean, not all chores, but mm-hmm. especially cooking and cleaning. I've never had an issue with that. I mean, th- there are times where I do. It's not like every single day, you know, I mean, my dishes, when you said that you're going to be 15 minutes late, I was like, that's fine. I had a whole counter of dishes where I never do, but it was just... <laughs> holiday mm-hmm. well you, know, you weren't fog. home you're home and then you're not home you're home then you're not and they are just like doing the routine time okay well then we'll just pretend <laughs> it was hurt because we have not i did not leave the house like, for like yeah. three days <laughs> oh it that sounds cold. dreamy to me that sounds so dreamy yeah my mom and my brother came over here for christmas well we saw puss in boots in the theater but that was the only thing that oh that's right i'm glad you got to go do that it was nice so now that we know the benefits of chores for children, let's talk about the benefits of routine daily tasks for adults, because that's important for us to mm-hmm. for motivation sometimes. Mm-hmm. So from Psychology Today, they have a list of eight surprising psychological benefits, which include lowering stress, reducing dementia risks, and more me time. Mm. <laughs> Yay, that sounds actually mean. Yep. The author of this, Meg Seelig. I'm not sure if I'm saying their name right. They say, while many people regard chores as necessary evils, there are science-based reasons to change your attitude about chores. It turns out that doing chores is great for your health, both physical and mental, and not always in the way you might think. So here's the recent research, which tells you about the value of these ordinary household tasks. So chores can lead to creative problem solving. They say doing undemanding tasks allows the mind to wander where it will. That's why I think I like doing dishes. So I love doing cleaning when I have a book that I'm listening to. I just get so much mm-hmm. more shit done. I can't yep. do it when I'm listening to like our astrology shit and stuff like that. But you if I'm pay attention, yeah. right, I need to pay attention. But I'm like, when I'm listening to a book, I get so much shit done or like a true crime podcast. That is what motivates me to be like, okay, I'm going to get all this shit done and listen to the book. That's my new mm-hmm. reward. And now I don't, well, now I just downloaded a book. So it's saying your mind gets a break and allows you to consider old problems in new ways. 
with new eyes. And I definitely, things pop in my head all the time when I'm washing dishes Mm -hmm. or vacuuming. In fact, undemanding tasks stimulated more creative ideas than demanding tasks or just resting. So now they're saying too, this is needing to switch your attitude with it being daunting. Right. Change your mindset to actually fun, good thing instead of why this daunting. Is yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So chores are linked to lower dementia risk because they decide to discover what activities might be linked to a lower rate of dementia. They analyze massive amounts of healthcare data. And this is actually in the UK, it says. So some 500,000 participants who had an average of 56.5 years were followed for an average of 10.7 years. And they found that those most engaged in frequent exercise, household chores, and daily visits by friends and family had 35%, 21%, and 15% lower risk of dementia compared to those that did not engage in those activities. I mean, and I think so, that's all like so good for your health in general. So if you just do these things for health. If your brain is continuing in this routine, you know, it's wired to do that. Right. It's the maintenance, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, like think of your body like a car. If you don't change the oil every 5,000 miles, you're going to start having issues. And I think just like having routine and all that, I think has to be good for, cause your brain is just like, I don't know. If it's, if it's good for your development as a child. Okay. So think about this too. Children and the elderly are basically at the same stage of development. So if it, routine is good for a child, it's definitely good for somebody who's older. Right. Well, and I think too, that's also too, a lot of people lose routine after they retire, which I think can be good because yes, you need the, like if you've been so structured your whole life, but. So here's what they say too. So they say that the chores combine physical and mental activity and both those things reduce the risk of dementia, but not to mention that the ability to do chores is a one factor of keeping us independent. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's also something where you got to keep going. Right. Because if you don't keep your brain and your body moving, that's not going to be helpful. Chores are health-promoting exercise snacks. I don't know what the heck that is. So they say the evocative phrase exercise snacks refer to small, tiny morsels of physical activity, such as standing for a few minutes after sitting for a while or taking a two-minute walk or doing a chore such as sweeping the kitchen. Researchers have studied the effects of exercise snacking ranging from 30 seconds, like walking up a flight of stairs to 10 minutes. Some of the health effects include improved memory, increased coordination, mood lift, reduced risk of diabetes and obesity, and increased longevity. So I never thought about that too. Like I try to, and I keep forgetting because to just go up the stairs to go to the bathroom if I'm working or Mm -hmm. things like that. And I will say when I'm in a better mood, I just interpret it as being restless, but it's actually a good thing to get up and like do these, you know, little moves here and there because until I became a parent, I I served it. I mean, I was just standing on my feet for 12 hours a day. Yeah. And then I'd walk home and walk to work, you know, so it's a big contrast. Yeah. And then here's another positive thing for both of us. Finishing your chores can increase motivation. And so that's funny because you need the motivation just to get it done, but Mm -hmm. So this is something for you too. So if you want to change the world, start by making your bed because (laughs) it says small wins have an amazing ripple effect. Isn't there a book out there that's called Make Your Bed and it's like all these routines? I I swear. I'm sure there are. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's why I started doing it because I was like, I've heard it. Let me see if I can do it and do something for so many weeks. And it's that ripple effect of getting you motivated into the next, it's, you know, a snowball effect of motivation. Yeah. 
So chores are good for your mental health. Completing chores increases your sense of self-efficacy, defined briefly as a person's belief that they have the ability and skills to reach their goals. So this is a concept first developed in the 70s and has been shown to increase confidence and motivation. And having low self-efficacy can lead to learned helplessness and is associated with anxiety and depression and lack of motivation. And then people obviously with a higher sense of that have life satisfaction, self-confidence, social connection, and growth mindset. Confidence that we saw with instilling it in kids. Can do it it for adults too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We've already discussed that chores are good for a child's mental health, but let's see what they say about it too. So they say that for children, learning chores provides mastery experience that increases their confidence. They say to encourage children even more, they recommend that parents create a success narrative by noticing a child's small successes and acknowledging those accomplishments. When putting it in the perspective of how good it makes you feel. So because we associate it with daunting and. Right. Well, I'm a to-do list person. So like when I can cross something off my to-do list, it's like, oh, like I love to do this. They're my favorite thing. And And post-its. God. (laughs) Post-its and to-do lists are my jam. All right. Then there's a new one for me. (laughs) Post-its and to-do lists. I got to write that when I'm editing. All right. Oh, me and. They always said we were Romy and Michelle and we invented posts. God, I forgot. <laughs> Don't you remember that? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, but I'm dangerous with post-its. Ask all the girls. I'm so dangerous with post-its. Yeah. Not you'd be the red string investigator. Yeah. Red strings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so here's one that I, this is my favorite, is doing chores can reduce stress, but the stress that builds up when I don't do it. So that's why mm-hmm. I think they say like, you really have to shift your perspective of finding fulfillment yes. in it. Because it's so much better for you. So this study is from Florida University and it explored whether or not the chore of dishwashing done mindfully could reduce stress. So I like this because this is the one I like. So it says, thank you. (laughs) She brought me in a cup of coffee. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that age. Is there a hair in it? No, there's a coffee grown in it. My Keurig is broken and then I had another one and I think that's broken and I cleaned it with vinegar, but the vinegar I didn't realize had OxyClean in it until I'd already put it through and went through once. I don't know that they even made that. And so now I have to go get vinegar that doesn't have, and so I like made a cup of coffee this morning, vinegar and clean it with that. I didn't even know they made vinegar with OxyClean. I had no idea either, but I was, I got it at, I was like, where did you find this again? Like what off brand shit did you buy? Yeah, the oxy in it and i think i got it at the dollar store again that had oh. yeah you so. can't buy anything like that from there i have i think yeah. i told that to you and, and i'm so I'm bad at it so now i'm gonna go to the local grocery store and get some regular old white distilled vinegar yes. and try that and clean that but i will tell you you can actually <laughs> if their keurig is still under warranty you can call and they'll just send you a brand new one dang Yeah, I've gotten like three that way. Okay, but back to chores. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) now they discovered that dishwashers who were instructed to be mindful when washing dishes, focusing on. Okay. I didn't read this through until now. Focusing on the smell of the soap, the warmth of the water, and the feel of the dishes reported a decrease in nervousness by 27% and an increase in mental inspiration by 25%. 
Okay, I get that. But I also think, shouldn't you just do it? Do you really need to go through all of that motivation? Like, that's where I feel like- It's like like the reward system. Yeah. It's the same as a reward system. You're teaching people that they have to have this reward. What I thought was the best was the creative part, having problem solving old issues because you let your mind wander. Yeah. That's the benefit. That I do love. That's true. Like my mind wanders when I am doing those mindless chores. Mm -hmm. And you just do. Yeah. And it's, that's the benefit. Mm -hmm. It really is. I mean, and like just turning your brain off for a second and doing that. Which is so good. Especially this day and age. My God. Well, so it's funny because now looking at all this, my husband was a farmer growing up. So he had chores that he had to get up every day. It didn't matter how he felt. He just got up and you did the chores. Having woken up every day and had to do chores was very beneficial for him. Obviously, chores that reduce clutter reduce stress. Various studies have indicated that clutter can be linked to higher cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Mm -hmm. And that can interfere with focusing. Oh, yeah. And then this is one that I think people forget is chores are an opportunity for me time. Mm -hmm. So even though... It might not seem like it. I mean, it's true. For me, it's the when I have to wash the carpet, when I clean the carpet with the carpet cleaner and she's upstairs watching something. I It does. It, my brain can shift off and go to that. And so that's where, you know, like you said, the putting it off and letting it build up and how that just builds stress. And so right. training ourselves to not do that because like we have to be mindful of we're teaching that to our kids. Right. And then one thing too, so having... ADHD, doing chores can be very daunting. The build up to doing it and then you get so overwhelmed that you don't do it. you're thinking and then you about have, it more than doing it, yeah. Right, and then you have the disappointment because you didn't do it. And now having my doctor when I was talking to him about it and he's like, what you need to do. So like, let's say you do have ADHD. He was like, go and set a timer. And he's like, when you have to clean your bathroom and you look at it as this daunting thing because that's what I do. I'm like, oh my God, I have to clean the tub. I have to wash the window. And like, I make it this huge fucking thing that it doesn't need to be where you just fucking go clean where most people are like i'm gonna go clean yeah we're like i build this shit up and he's like set a timer for 10 minutes start and then when the timer goes off walk out set a timer for another 10 minutes de-stress watch your phone whatever you want to do or else clean the vanity you just get so overwhelmed and people who have their brain thought like that it's just never ending for us it's like oh my god i have to do this oh my god i have to do that and it's the overwhelm for me because i just think especially when i think about it doing dishes and doing laundry i enjoy and the reason i enjoy it i'm sure is because those are the chores that i started out with Mm -hmm. so that's where i really want to get her involved in it because that satisfaction comes from the fact that it's just part of part of your daily routine it's just what you do Mm -hmm. and also too i mean my mom was a custodian you know before she became a teacher yeah she was a custodian for the schools and she said actually this is funny that we're talking about this because she even said the other day she goes you know people find it strange she's like but i enjoyed my job she's (laughs) like the satisfaction of well, people who clean houses and I had a house cleaner it and it daunting. was like her yes like and she was amazing like and that's this is what was funny is I wanted a house cleaner really really bad because I was like I'm just not home enough and then when I am home what I you know this is when I had the studio and my husband's like no we're not getting a house cleaner he's afraid someone's gonna half-ass it so yeah. I got this chick and every time he was always like when is coming back and I'm like oh gosh you know she comes once a month well then after COVID happened she didn't come and then now I'm not I'm only working the two days a week and he's still always like so is it ever going to come back (laughs) because my mom did do it for a job then okay like you guys have to do this and if it's hard for you and you dread it you're teaching your kid that it's hard to do and to dread it so right that is a mind shift but knowing the benefits 
that you're setting your kids up for, I think is enough. And if it's not something that you were raised with, you're going to benefit from it just as much as your kid. Right. To switch that mindset. Put on your favorite music. Mm -hmm. Put on your favorite podcast. Anonymous mom. (laughs) Yeah. Put on anonymous mom while you're doing your chores and play it on repeat. And don't forget to download it. I, and that's something too, when I'm doing chores when she's home, I don't necessarily listen to the music that I like, you know, because she's had something on in the background. But that's what I used to do before I had a kid is I'd blast the music and mm-hmm. and clean. And then I'd forget even that I'm cleaning because like once you get into that spot where you deconnect your brain and it does travel, where you allow your brain to travel, that time just becomes part of obsolete. it. Yeah. 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 You don't even realize it once you're in that zone. So right. that definitely is all the time we have for today. Yeah. I hope that we did motivate some people though to yes. get some chores done. And if you want to start them, start them in February. Don't overwhelm yourself with starting in January. You can start. Nope. <laughs> We are going Stop with the. It. We are going with the not. You should be doing chores regardless. No, do not. Okay, but I'm dishes. saying if you're do not put your dishes off till February. No, for the love of God. no. I mean, let's be for real. I'm talking about like if you want to re. If this is something that's super new to you, because I mean, there are people like that probably don't have any sort of like routine with that, right? I don't know. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> that's a question. I'm just curious like the way I'm hearing this I'm feeling like there are people that like probably don't have any sort of chores oh absolutely I guarantee you I I would love to know because like I said I grew up in a household where you had them yeah (laughs) and and I didn't know that there were people that didn't right you know yeah it's just part of your life so like you don't look at it like a chore or do you really not do that I don't know here's something too that I from psychology today, just to wrap it up. They say, even chores you dislike can be made more meaningful in one simple way. Ask yourself, why are you doing the chore? This way you can remind yourself of basic values, like taking pride in a clean and well-organized house or a delicious, well-prepared meal. Doing chores is a way of contributing to the well-being of yourself and your family. So look at it that way of finding the satisfaction in it because you do feel really good once your house is clean and you take that deep breath in. I mean, yeah, it is really satisfying. Right. And teaching your kids satisfaction through that instead of building up stress and adding on to the pile in your head from the pile that's, you know, in your house, Mm -hmm. it makes a huge difference. So yeah, I hope people look at chores in a new way from this. If it was daunting before, if you have any tips too, I mean, if obviously the chores on here were very limited to what they suggested for kids. So message in the comments, what kind of chores do you have your kids do? What kind of chores do you do that you find satisfaction in? Is this something that you had to do as a kid? Yeah, I'd like to see that correlation too, because I bet there's a lot of links to the chores that you did as a kid. And obviously too, that's the important part. Do not make the chores frustrating and stressful because you're going to raise your kids that that chore is frustrating and stressful and they're never going to want to do it. Right. Wants to help with the dishes and with laundry because I don't make it an issue. You know, even if you're not vocalizing it, they can feel your energy. So it's really important to be mindful about this and you have to set an example, do as you do and do as you say, you know, right. So anyways, um, I'm off my soapbox now. So tune in. next <laughs> week. Yeah. TED Talk out. is over. Thank you for coming to my <laughs> TED Talk. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.
Thanks for tuning in to Anonymous Mom. Check out video episodes over on YouTube. Have a question you want answered or a topic you'd love for us to discuss? Email us at anonymousmompod at gmail.com. Or if you want to remain anonymous, join our Facebook group, Anonymous Mom, where you can post your topic or question anonymously. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.